Hello and welcome to Guest Star from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The United States Treasury Department presents Guest Star with Harry Sosnick and the Savings Bonds Orchestra, yours truly, John Conti, and starring Vincent Price. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? This is John Conti, your host for Guest Star, a transcribed feature for savings bonds presented by this station as a public service. May it serve to remind you that savings bonds are a better investment than ever. Now they pay back four for three in less than 10 years' time, and they yield an even greater return if you hold them beyond maturity. So sign up for payroll savings at work or the bond a month plan where you bank for regular saving in United States savings bonds. In a moment, our star. But now Harry Sosnick leads the savings bonds orchestra in a musical curtain raiser, his own distinctive arrangement of Fiddle Faddle. Thank you, Harry. And now it's my pleasure to introduce the well-known star of radio and motion pictures, Mr. Vincent Price, in an original guest star sketch entitled Holiday from Crime. For the performance of Vincent Price, we take you to Hollywood and our narrator, Rod O'Connor. In his leisure moments, Jim Foster was a quiet, good-natured young man, but before the television cameras, he was Roger Trent, super detective who battled crime and criminals with ruthless determination. At vacation time, Jim Foster tried to get as far away from crime and violence as he could. That's why he was driving along a Kansas highway early one summer morning, headed for the Colorado mountains. Near a railroad crossing, there seemed to be some trouble on the highway, so Jim drove up and stopped. Hey, what's the matter? Well, man, got hit by a train, looks like. Oh, gee, that's too bad. Somebody around here? Hey, nope, stranger. Say, now, your face looks familiar. Ain't you, uh... Yeah, 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 I got it. You, you're Roger Trent. Well, yes, but that's not my... Hey, Sheriff, man. come here. Here's Roger Trent, the detective fella. Uh, 
Well, so it is. Howdy, Mr. Trent. I'm mighty glad to know you. How do you do? I'm Gus Thornberry, sheriff of this county, and this is my deputy, Pete Buckley. Howdy. Are we glad to see you? Yes, but look, I'm on my vacation now, and I oh, don't this think... case won't take long for you to solve, Mr. Trent. I saw you last week when you solved the mystery of the missing necklace by finding one little strand of hair. That sure <laughs> was smart. Oh, I know, but what I'm trying to tell you is... Wow. Who's the pretty girl? Well, that's my daughter, Ann. Oh, Annie! Come over here and meet Roger Trent. How do you do, Mr. Trent? This is an unexpected pleasure. I was just going to say the same thing. Hey, hey, look, that fella ain't dead after all. I just saw his arm move. Pete, get Doc Baker. Right, okay. Hurry up now. Miss Thornberry, I, I hope you'll understand what I've been trying to tell your father. Roger Trent is just my television character. I'm an actor. <laughs> I know that. And Dad would realize it, too, if he'd just stopped to think. But he's such an admirer of yours. Don't spoil his fun, please. Yeah, but what can I do? Just act like Roger Trent. There's nothing to this case, really. The poor fellow was obviously hit by the train, the Bluebird special that went through here at 5 this morning. So put on an act for Dad, huh? Not for Dad. For you. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> oh, uh, Mr. Trent, would you come here a minute? You bet. Well, that's my cue. Here we go. Oh, here he is, just as he was when we found him, Mr. Trent. Mm, yes, I see. This is very interesting. Now, the first thing to do is to find out who the man is. Say, I never thought of that. Well, you take charge, Mr. Trent. You know how to handle these things a scientific way. I'll see if he has any identification on him. Yeah, here's his bill for. Hmm. His name is Henry Stafford. He's a railroad man. You don't say. He's a switchman in the yards at Topeka. <laughs> That's funny. What's the matter? Can't find his watch. Railroad man always carries a watch. He's, he's not properly dressed without one. Well, sure, I'd come to think of it. And another thing, it's very peculiar that a railroad man and a yard man at that should be careless enough to get struck by a train. The only injury I can see without moving him is that place on the back of his head. And his clothes are not torn or dirty as they would have been if he'd been thrown any distance by the train. Yeah, I was just getting ready to notice that. What do you suppose happened? I don't know yet. Oh, but you will now, Mr. Trent. You always get your man. Oh, pardon me. What's the trouble here? Well, a man got hurt here. We thought he was dead, but he's still alive. Oh? Do you think he'll recover? Well, don't know yet. I'm Sheriff Thornberry. Who are you? Paul Harrison's my name on my way to Wichita. Oh. Well, this gentleman here is Roger Trent, the detective. Oh? How do you do? Hi. You live around here? Oh, no, no. I was just driving through. I stopped to see what was wrong. No doubt the poor man got hit by the fast train that comes along here. A Bluebird Special, 502, goes through about 90 miles an hour. Well, there you are. I'm not so sure about that. The ground is pretty wet around here. Was there some rain last night? Yeah, rain started about 4 o'clock this morning. It just let up a little while ago. Well, if you'll get around here and look under this man's body, you'll see dry ground. Well, let me see. Well, by ginger, you're right, Mr. Tramp. That means this fellow was lying here before the rain started. Right. Whatever happened to him occurred before 4 o'clock, and the Bluebird special went through at 5.02. Therefore, he was not hit by the train. There may have been some other train. No, sir, there wasn't. I know all the trains. Mr. Harrison, do you have a watch? Well, yes. Uh, well, yes. Uh, what time is it now? Well, it's, uh, let's see, it's, uh, ten minutes to seven. Thank you. That, uh, looks like a railroad watch. Well, yes. Well, I'm a railroad man. Train dispatcher. Well, I, uh, 
Better be going. Got a long drive ahead. Just a minute, Mr. Harrison. Uh, do you mind if I have a look at your watch? Well, it's just a plain, ordinary watch. Uh, I've got to get going. Now, listen, you, when Roger Turn wants to see something, he wants to see it, and I give him that watch. Well, all right. Thanks. Sheriff, take your penknife and open the back of this watch. Okay. Well, well, I'll be... Inside the case, it says to Henry Stafford from the boys in the roundhouse. Henry Stafford? Well, that's his fellow got hurt. Yes, and that's his watch. Mr. Harrison, you... Hey, look out, Sheriff. Grab him. Grab him. Don't worry. Dad won't hit him. But he'll catch him. And don't tell me you're not a detective. I'm not. I'm an actor who has learned a few things from the parts he has played. <laughs> this Harrison fellow is probably a hitchhiker. He hit Stafford over the head and robbed him. He put his body on the railroad track to look as if he'd been hit by a train. Yes, but he couldn't resist coming back to see what was happening. I see it all now. But how did you dope it out? From one little thing, just like um, Roger Trent does it. Harrison said he was a railroad man. I knew he wasn't one. Huh? Well, he told me it was ten minutes to seven. A railroad man would have said 6.50. Oh. <laughs> now, why did I have to solve this one so quickly? Roger Trent would have delayed until he had gotten better acquainted with the sheriff's lovely daughter. Well, you'll have to testify at the trial, won't you? Of course. So I'll stay right here till it happens. But the trial may not be held for four or five weeks. Roger Trent is a patient man. I'll wait. <laughs> Fine performance, Vincent Price. Thank you, Rod. I enjoyed doing it. Speaking of performing, have you ever seen me do my magic act? No, I can't say that I have. Are you a magician? Why, sure. Look here. I take this sum of money in my hand, I hold on to it tightly, and then all of a sudden, presto, it's gone. You call that magic? <laughs> I used to do that same trick myself, regularly, every payday. Then I found out about the payroll savings plan. Aha, came the dawn. And now my money doesn't vanish anymore. It simply turns itself into United States savings bonds and starts earning more money for me. Say, that's a surefire plan for success, Vincent. Saving becomes easy when you do it through the automatic payroll savings plan. And the dollars you invest in savings bonds earn a fine return, 3% compounded semi-annually when held to maturity. Remember, too, that you now have the privilege of holding your maturing e-bonds at interest for as long as 10 years more. That's right, Rod. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, that when you buy savings bonds, you're investing in your country's financial strength as well as in your own future security. So let me urge you to invest in savings bonds all you can and whenever you can. A good suggestion, Vincent Price, and thanks again for being with us. Now here again are Harry Sosnick and the Savings Bonds Orchestra in Harry's own arrangement of Along the Boulevard.
quarter hour you've been listening to Get Star, a transcribed feature for savings bonds presented by this station each week as a public service. May I express our thanks to Vincent Price, our star, to the members of his supporting cast, Peter Leeds, Ted DeCorsia, and Virginia Gregg, and to his director, Louis Graff. Next week we'll have another famous guest and more good music by Harry Sosnick and the Savings Bonds Orchestra, so we hope you'll join us. Meanwhile, this is John Conti saying so long and suggesting that you sign up for the regular purchase of United States savings bonds through the payroll savings plan where you work. There's no finer, safer investment in the world. Thank you.